This program is for mature audiences only. Please have your fake ID ready. Welcome to Blind Guy Talks Tech, the weekend edition. Featuring Sean Priest, Tim Schwartz, Robin Christofferson. But first, that blind guy himself, it's Stephen Scott. Hey, welcome to Blind Guy Talks Tech. <laughs> Here's the weekend edition, and um, my head's already in my hands. The paracetamol is on order. Uh, I tell you, if you thought last week was wild, you have heard nothing yet. I promise you, this is going to be a wild ride this week. Because, yes, we do have Robin Christofferson. Hello, Robin Christofferson. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that is an in-joke, but I guarantee you, you're never going to want to know about why. Uh, Sean Priest is here as well. How are you, Sean? I'm good. Hello. Uh, we've also got Tim Schwartz, who's back with us this week. You weren't well last week, but he's back this week. Every Tim's back. I'm back and I'm alive. It's, it feels so good to be upright for more than 10 minutes and alive. I it's don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds delicious. Yes, you do. One you day I'll do. know. One day I'll know. Uh, and we also have the return, the returning champion this week, Sally Clay, back with us. Hello. Hello. Right. Uh, that didn't go quite as exciting wow. as I planned. Come on, Sally. Sally Clay's here. Ah! All right, Sally. All right, Is that better? Sorry, I was trying to be good. Wow. Well, you were trying to be good, right? Too late. Okay. Uh, do, you know what, do you know what I forgot to do? I just forgot right off the bat. I forgot, you forgot to do, the jingles. I know, I forgot to say Robin. Nice to have you here. Oh, thank you. There we go. Yeah, I know. I, I spent so much time and no money on this. It's unbelievable. Um, Sally, of course, great to have you here. Yep, that means Get out my pub! There we go, thank you. Uh, Sean is here, of course. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, get your turkey twizzlers. Get your twizzlers <laughs> And of course, Tim Schwartz is here. Yes, indeed. Oh. God bless Trump. Marvellous. Yes, God bless Trump. Um, I'm spiting words, mister. <laughs> we also you do know have it. a special guest with us this week. Um... This is special. Some, yeah, well, I didn't want to go there, but okay. Um, <laughs> emails to Tim She's this week. very special. Emails to Tim. Uh, but no, she is. She is a very special guest because she is, in fact, uh, the other half, the better half, the more attractive, yes. ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, the smarter, the cleverer. <laughs> Carry on. Yes, the better. I'm thinking of other words. More aggressive. How long is this podcast again? (laughs) It's Sarah, who is Sean's partner. Everybody. Sarah's friendly. (laughs) And I did come with a theme tune for you, Sarah. I did think about this. I gave it some time. Mm. There we go. Just for you. I love it how we've got soaps. You know, everybody else has these regal tunes or whatever, and we get the soaps. Thanks, Mine's guys. not very regal. No, yours, yours is brilliant. Is yours is marvellous. I meant to tell you last week, Sean, that, that the name of your theme yes. is Jamaican Wurzels. Jamaican? <laughs> if you can pick out what that means, then good for you. I love that one. I like it. It just got hit right over the head with a Jamaican Wurzel. <laughs> no, that's appropriate because they made the uh, bobsled team again in the Olympics. 
Oh, okay. there you go. Sometimes all. Right. That was the intention. That's exactly yeah. why well, I used well, it. Well done. I want to protest my theme song if Sean's going to keep saying that name. Um, um, <laughs> just, just because. Well, I'm sorry, Tim. You were ill. If you're not going to show up, your tune gets picked for you. What about Stephen's I don't even know what that tune is. I'm so stupid. Well, it's on the trumpet. That's all we need to know. I know, but what is it meant to be? It's it's Hail to the Chief. It's the President's theme song. Oh, sorry. I was I was going to do the you know the the traditional American. Oh, see, can you see? But then I thought that's a bit ableist. a bit ableist, so I don't like that. Well, that song's a bit racist, so don't don't play this racist ableist. I'm not we're not going to have that here on this program. Our national anthem, the second verse, is quite racist, so just don't go there. Scotland, Scotland hate Scotland's ones not not great. Listen, this this country that I am currently sitting in is falling to bits by the hour so you know we're here to have a bit of fun tonight that's the whole point yay that's the whole point uh, you asked about my theme tune Sally yeah what about your jingle well I've decided I'm going to use this because you know every time someone turns around around here and you want to buy something you come to me and uh, yep. I seem to sell it to you so I thought this would make sense as my theme uh, so it's me it's me nice I'll fetch the suitcase from that's it. That's my job. I'm just here to sell stuff to you lot. And that's Speaking it. Speaking of which. Yeah, how's your new MacBook? Sounding <laughs> good. That's funny. Sounding cute for a pony. We met for coffee and then, uh, yeah, now I have a MacBook and I'm quite significantly lighter in, my, in the wallet area. That was a very <laughs> expensive coffee, wasn't it? At that least, was. Sally, at least he doesn't just send you his old rubbish. It's not rubbish. Tech. It's he just sends us all his old rubbish. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Now, I will say there was a point where he was going to send me a Chromebook and then he sent he sent me a message like, a couple months later saying, you know what? I decided not to send you that Chromebook because it's just rubbish. It yeah, was I, garbage. I, I, oh, I, I don't want I don't want to have anybody use it because it was going to be for my daughter to use. He's like, I, no. I, I can't do it to your daughter. I can't have her play, play no. with this no. rubbish Chromebook. If you were really Dell boy, you'd have got a job lot of um, MacBooks, you know, that um, you didn't have the pin code for something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get a bit of sellotape for the Touch what ID. Can <laughs> I just say, so, yes, Sally got the MacBook and we went through setting it up today, didn't we, Stephen, with Sally? <laughs> I've never been so terrified in my life. That was, a, that was a difficult day, to be honest. I mean, it was quite tricky. It was a challenging experience. Well, that's Sean. That was because you were playing music the whole time and I was trying to listen to the speech. Right. Stephen, do you want to do you want to own up to anything here? Own up to anything? Like what? Yeah. Don't you dare. Who was, play, who was playing music while we were trying to sort Sally's uh, computer out? Stephen. <laughs> and she kept shouting at me all the time. It may have been me. And you kept shouting at me. Yeah, you kept shouting at me. It. It no, I didn't. You're going, Bob, 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 Bob. Like this. And I was like, what, 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 what? What is he that's, doing? That's Sally's partner. I want to talk to Bob. Anyway, sorry, carry on. What are we talking about this week? I've got no idea. Uh, so, listen, we, we, I mean, there are so many things I want to talk about. I will never get to them on this programme. Um, but, you know, can I, just, can I just say a big thank you to the audience? Because, you know, we get some lovely comments. A big round of applause for the audience. You're lovely people. Well done. You really are. And the audience great. Just, and I will tell you, I have the most beautiful audience. I, I'm telling you that now. We have the most gorgeous, most pretty audience Aww. of them all. That is a fact of life. And I say that. 
as a man whose sight is in fact useless. Um, so, you know, but I, but I say it with love. Uh, and I'll say that lots of you have been getting in touch by email, which seems to be one of, as always, is the, one of the most popular ways people love to get in touch, which is great. And that's why this week I am bringing something to Blind Guy Talks Tech, which some <gasps> of you may know. Some of you may remember from, you know, the old show. Yeah, it's back, guys. It's back! Email! We get emailed. We get emailed. Oh, I love this one. Every day. Ding dong! Timeless. Still have no idea why there's a doorbell on that. It doesn't make any sense. Are are we allowed to use that, Stephen? That's mine! I'm taking oh, I it. paid for it. <laughs> I, I put it under my arm when I left, and that is, of course, legally uh, the rules. That's perfectly acceptable to, for, for me to have that. And you said you can carry out of the office. You can, <laughs> you can yeah, carry. Right. I mean, that in the photocopier, I think, was a perfectly acceptable thing to uh, have. Stephen, not being funny, one. right? Why do you need a photocopier? <laughs> well, it's sometimes it's in life. to us. You'll send it exactly. to us. Stop it. Uh, of course, many of you are getting in touch. Hello at blindguytalkstech.com, which is great, and we'll get to your emails. But we also get people calling in, and I will tell you that our Sally has um, <laughs> been helping out this week. Because Sean, as you know, and I will say this, Sean is yep. the composer, the yep. writer, and the creator of mm-hmm. uh, what has become the sung version of our phone number. People can't remember it. So Sean thought, what a great idea. Let's create a song. But he's not got any talent. No. So nope. we needed someone who had talent, <laughs> musical ability, and uh, the capability of putting Ooh. something together. And yes, oddly enough, Sally Clay, she's fantastic on them tinkling the old, the old ivories, the old jewels. Oh, channeling Mrs. Mills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mrs. Mills. Well, this is Mrs. Mills. Uh, singing the phone number. Sally, thank you very much for this. So there you go. Well done, Hooray! Sally. Hey, that was brilliant. So wow. now, Thank you. Well, now if you want to know what the number is, just remember this. Not a good live, is she? Not a great live, no. <laughs> Unlike a dog. Oh, oh, rude. God. Do you want me to kick him? <laughs> I can do it live. Oh, two, oh, four, five, seven, one, oh. three, three, five, four. I'm so oh. glad you went uh, down at the end of that because I think I would have smashed everything in my house. Oh, someone's phone's ringing. Who's ringing? Who's ringing? Yeah, it's not me. Who's unprofessional? Unprofessional.com. Can I tell you something, right? My iPhone. It's Stephen. No, it's not me. <laughs> I don't know who it is. But who is it? Someone, someone's ringing. Robin. It'll be near. Near. Timothy? Nope, not an I. Oh, it is me. Where's it coming from? I've got absolutely no idea where it's coming from. RNIB is coming for you, Stephen. That's what it is. They want the twinkle back. Hey, no, no, I arranged it. I'm getting the royalties. Come on. the royalties. Well, listen, yeah, so this thing with the iPhone, right, you can turn on focus mode now and it's supposed to silence all your devices. As you can now tell with this live <laughs> demonstration that I, you know, obviously set up deliberately, it doesn't work. It's mm, terrible. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You just set it up wrong. I no, I couldn't I do it either. Probably. Because um, I did it last night and uh, and it didn't work. And he's got so. a rubbish jingle, on not Rubbish theme thing. <laughs> Who? Who has? I brought Sarah into her technical prowess. Is that your technical analysis, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, Sarah, well done. You're really doing well for the female tech savvy, right? Very impressive. Right? 
Sally, Sally, I do have a response. <laughs> uh, I should say, Sarah, I do have a response for you here, courtesy of our house band. Thank you for your uninformed opinion. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So here is the story uh, that I wanted to talk about this week uh, on the podcast. I will say we're 13 minutes in, so, you know, we, we, we end this podcast to be kind of 40 minutes. The first one was, what, an hour and 15? Yes. Um, the second one got mm-hmm. to 40. That's because that was all my head could take. Uh, this one, I think, will probably wrap up in three minutes. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I wanted to talk about synthetic voice on audiobooks because there was a story in the, the news this week uh, about how good these AI voices are getting. And... I just wanted to ask you guys what you think about this, because I kind of feel that a lot of these AI voices are getting so good. I'm listening to a lot of news articles with them, and I'm really quite enjoying hearing them. And I'm thinking, hmm, imagine a full audiobook. And this is something which came out of another story, which was that apparently they want to use more synthetic voices in audiobooks or to to read audiobooks. And, of course, there's lots of benefits to that, lots of downsides to that. But just off the bat, Tim, you weren't here last week, so you get to go first. What do you think? Hurrah! Um, you know, is there a point where it's Sean's fault? Uh, is, is, oh. I'll just pretend that's for somebody other than that name that, that Sean blasphemed with. Um, that's Obama. That's for Obama. That's okay, exactly. Yes, it's the Obama theme. That's, yes, that's the Obama much better. Theme. Yes. Right up. Oh, sorry, no, no. <laughs> So synthetic voices for an entire book. You know what? I've done that once and I vowed to never do it again. But voices are getting better. They're they're sounding so much more realistic. But right now, would I really want to sit and do an entire book? I don't I don't think I would. Now, an article, absolutely, you know, I, I already do that anyway. And and I actually on my on my PC, you know, we've talked about this in the past, way, way past, um, you know, where you can set up different profiles so you can have, you know, say Jaws with eloquence or, or what have you, but then switch to a slower, you know, more more synthetically real type voice Profiles, for an article. Yeah, set up, right, do profiles and, and be able to switch. So when you go into your browser and want to read an article, you can switch to something just more pleasing mm-hmm. rather than using something faster and you know quicker to, to navigate. And, and that I do uh, utilize quite a bit for, for an article. So for short form, for articles, for things like that, you know, navigating, of course, obviously. But for a full book, I, I don't know. The, when I did that several, and it's been several years, so you know it, it, the, the technology wasn't maybe as good, but at the time uh, it was the, um, the, the, what was the, oh, what's the name of that? The, the Harry Potter play when it came out as a book form, even though it was still in play form. Um, I can't think the of the Cursed Child? Cursed, Cursed Child, Cursed Child yeah. thank you. Yes, I, I couldn't obviously get that any other way because I couldn't go to see the play and it wasn't in audiobook form. And so I had to listen to that through the books app with synthetic speech and I got through it, but wow, it was, it was a struggle. And I just, I prefer the inflection. I prefer, you know, the, the acting of an actual narrator. And then that has me concerned about other things that, that we could possibly go into here with using synthetic voice for audio description rather than an actual, you know, person narrating, you know, and things like that. I, I don't, I know Amazon Prime Video is doing quite a bit of that. And there are people who love it because it's a fast, great way to get description without having to worry about hiring somebody and recording it and everything. They just put it with a synthetic voice and away it goes, but there's just something lost. And, and not that 
synthetic voices couldn't get there eventually and maybe we could get there someday but for me right now i i still do prefer an, an actual human narrator as long as it's being done you know well especially for an audiobook i like that performance mm-hmm. okay uh lord robin of course <laughs> lord robin this is incredible. <laughs> I know, Sarah's standing up, look. Come on, Sarah, stand up. She's heading Let's up. All sta- I'm standing up now, I'm standing up. Can I sit down yet, Robin? Is that how we're going to hit the hour? I think we've got intro for everyone. Um, <clears throat> can I sit down now, Robin? Yes, you can. Yeah. Just sit down, Sarah. <clears throat> Um, just a little curtsy, that's fine. Um, so, <laughs> oh, wow. take, for example, um, a, a short sentence like, I said she was amazing, right? If you take that as a sentence, then you can make that sound super realistic. Pick any modern synthesizer and you'll get a really good, you know, you wouldn't be able to tell that was um, not a human person half the time. You know, they're really good. But if you're, you know, reading a novel, or fiction or something which isn't just kind of straight factual, you know, um, delivery, then you've got to have a lot of expression. And we've all been putting a lot of expression in there. And even a simple sentence like that, unless the, you know, reader knows about the context, knows about what they're trying to say in that sentence, and that comes from, you know, what came before, maybe even what came after if they're reading ahead, then you can say that in so many different ways. You can say, you know, I said she was amazing, meaning like it was me who said it, or I said she was amazing. You know, you can say, um, I said she was amazing. You know, there are just so many different expressions um, that have a completely different meaning to it. So, um, you know, depending on the stress, you're all kind of very quiet. Um, (laughs) We're listening with rapture. Where you're putting the, you know, emphasis. it means a very different thing, you know. I said she was amazing, and those are the things that Ooh, get delivered. Like that one. In... That's good. Oh, yeah. Can I, can I come in with a completely different opinion? Yeah. So, men, thank you. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So you get an intro. Everyone <laughs> else got an intro. I thought I, I yeah, just was trying to nice. Yeah. Okay, do it again. Do it again. Okay, right. You ready? Thank you. So, my uninformed opinion is that um, I'm completely the opposite of you two. I don't care what it is. I will listen to any book on any... I'm basically, I'm not fussy, you know. A bit like... Yeah, but what I was going to say a bit like Sarah, really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fussy. Um, (laughs) She's got the giggles now. Right, come on, Um, Sarah, what do you think? Do you agree with this? My opinion is very uninformed, isn't it? No, hang on a minute. You stand up for your opinion, Sarah. You stand up for it. I am the least technical person here, definitely. This is a book, And this is a book. book. Yes, I know that, but I mean, it's, you know. (laughs) Don't underestimate your opinion. Stick up for it. Right, I say what I see. And the big no, it's a big no from me. I want the human touch. I don't want artificial. I don't want some artificial. Uh, some hu- I don't want some human no. telling me how to no. think, how my character should sound. I no, want to be no, able to no, interpret no. it for myself and not have somebody else do it for me. No, I, I want to be able to listen to it like I'm listening to someone, not trying to find the faults where it's gone. 
where it sounds like there's a break or it doesn't sound right. No, mm -hmm. I can't be doing with that. Picking. But they take no. hours. No. They take so long. 19 no. hours. Oh, I'm trying to read The Expanse at the moment. It's 19 hours long. <laughs> Nerd. Well, that's, no, that's my problem with books. No. I'm the same. I've, I've, I mean, I fall asleep after anything that's five minutes long. The longer, the better. Yeah. Insert joke here. Steady. Uh, Sean, what about you? Robin. Save us, Sean. I can't believe I'm saying this, but save us, Sean. That's... I'm out. I've got no idea anymore. He doesn't read. That's why. He I was just going to say, Sean, do you read? No, I don't do audiobooks usually. Sarah does it loads does. of audiobooks, right? But yeah. look, what do people love? They love the, the high speech rate yeah. uh, when we're talking yeah. there, screen reader. And even listening to podcasts, especially no. this one, double speed, right? No, people no. do that all no. the time. Not no, for I'm, a book. Not for a book. Oh, yeah, no. for a book. I do that Who all the time. I, mean, I have done that? it, but no. that's, that's Sally's point. She she wants to cram the book in. She doesn't no, really care. She's no. not. No, I care. No, you I'm, don't. I, you just yes, said you're do, not Sean. fussy. You're no, not looking I'm, at it as a I'm leisure not, experience. I'm not look, well, no, it depends. I'm looking at it as. I'm looking at it, but I want. Yeah, I, I don't want to be waiting. I'm not patient enough. I, I can't even sit still for five minutes to watch telly, right? Exactly. So you know, I need to have the book in a time that I'm actually going to digest it. Otherwise, I'll just go to sleep. Like, yeah, but, like, so it depends on the Sally. book. I'm with you. But wait, wait. The point is, right, if you have that synthetic voice, sometimes it, it's hard to take that information in because it doesn't sound right. Yes. And there's so many of these... There's a few starts. So this comes from a Wired article, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of startups who's really involved in this. And if you listen to the, the demos, the uh, Speech Key, I think, is it Speak Key or Speech Key is the company? And their voice sounds absolutely amazing. I couldn't tell the difference between uh, that and a human speaker. It's just, got just, even go to, just get Microsoft Edge I don't and believe go you. to no, Read no. Aloud and, and listen to some of the voices there. And yeah. even those voices, They're I really think these, good. these cloud voices are amazing. I mean, I'm listening to articles there, which I much prefer listening to it like that than trying to go mm -hmm. through with JAWS or anything like that, or voiceover even, because it just it's just that thing of sometimes you just want to set a different voice to read it to you. But there's, yeah, a couple the high... issues. there's a couple of other things here, though. I mean, for example, what about being able to choose the voice? I mean, that's the thing for me out of this. Mm -hmm. If you have a voice you really like listening to books with, you know, just being able to say, well, I want that voice. I want Fiona to you know, no. yell at me in Scottish. Um, <laughs> that's what I want, right? Uh, or I want, you know, Alex to read it or Ava to read it. Robin, you'd love that, right? You'd love Ava I to like read Ava. everything. Yeah. I like Ava. She's Everyone cool. loves Ava, but that's not what's happening. These companies are still recording these synthetic voices as it was a, uh, a voiceover. That's going to change, though. That's going to change. No, I mean, no, no. That, no, this it is just font change. size. That's going to be like font size no, or no, no, font no, style no. in the future. In that You're going to choose oh, no, your voice, yeah, choose yeah. your speeds. We're just getting a screen reader to read it then, and that's fine, great. We all want high-quality voices, right? But this specific thing, there are proof listening to this afterwards for any mispronunciations and... Mispronunciations? Sure they... Do you mean mispronunciations? No, shut up. Meant, yeah. <laughs> shut up. I did that so on purpose. you can't even speak English. For God's that's sake, what are you, Stephen, who are you hiring on yeah. this show? Where's the theme tune, Stephen? That should have been a new R in that bit. I, I was thinking it was probably time for a new oh, R. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick here. Stanley Kubrick's on the way. Kubrick? Anyway. Oh, see, I said it wrong! <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to get killed now. I'm going to get killed. It. Look, it's all about that emoting, right? Getting that, uh, that, that tone right and getting that. Yeah, they need to emote. And there's a reason why emoting. screen readers can't do that. Yeah. I need to emote as well. You can, do it, you can do it yourself. I don't have to have somebody to do it for me. I already then what's feel... the point? 
What's the point in anything? Look, a sighted person. What's the point in anything? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the point, man? Let's go. What's the point? Right, Rebecca Skipper on Twitter says, only if it's a reference manual for an off-the-shelf consumer product. Otherwise, I prefer human-sounding moderators and would use only text-to-speech audio for time-sensitive materials like medication instructions or manuals. I think that's going to be quite a popular Rebecca. opinion. Yeah. No, I don't like you, High Rebecca. Five. Get out. High uh, five, Rebecca. Absolutely right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Lynn Nicholson says, I'd rather have a poor human narrator than a good AI. No. I'm learning Braille because I hate having my Kindle books read by AI. Uh, however, my best AI voice on my iPhone and iPad aren't as good as that AI voice, and that one is better than a poor human narrator. Mm. Oh, no, don't like you either, Lynn. Get out. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank I mean, you I think that's for your uninformed um, opinion. <laughs> A brilliant time to, to talk about Braille, which you guys are, mm. you know, soldiering on with. Um, because, yeah. And, well, and, you see uh, that. Well, that's another conversation. Yeah, that's another yeah. conversation. But we'll get, let me just skip that one Stop. for this week. Can I just so, tell Robin, you something? What? Can I just tell you something? I read June in Braille. The wow. whole of June in Braille. What, the month? terrible book. What, James Herbert? June. Trilogy. Monday. June. Tuesday. June. Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, Robin, shut up. Sorry, Robin. Robin. Sorry, go on, Robin. Yeah, I mean, Sarah mentioned this as well. If you can read it, then you can make your own voices, you know. So, you know, sighted people are going to be reading it from the page or from the screen. And then, you know, who knows how good a job they're doing in their head. But at least, you know, you can you can kind of add your own emphasis. And because you're a human and you know the context, then, you know, you'll make a good job of it. And it's a really enjoyable experience. And that was what Braille would give to people as well, isn't it? Because... There's no voices involved, so it's in your head and you can do a really good job. So, yeah, if it's not actually um, in print or kind of you're reading it yourself and putting your own voices on it, then I agree with Rebecca. You know, I'd rather have, um, well, I wouldn't say I'd rather have a bad narrator than a, than an AI. I'd rather have a half-decent to yes. good narrator. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the Robin, best correct. AIs are going to be better than a poor narrator. So. Yeah. yeah, you can have some really bad ones. Yeah. Right, here's, here's what uh, Gordon has to say. He's uh, got in touch on, on the phone, as you guys have said. Fun! You got fun. in touch on the phone. Someone's calling you again. Hi, Stephen. It's Gordon from Livingston once again. Uh, first of all, thanks very much to you and all the other guys for this new format that you've got. I really do like it. Uh, apart from the Braille, of course. No, I'm just kidding. I think it's fantastic <laughs> that you're covering so many different uh, oh. aspects of accessible tech, and I'll be listening in on a regular basis. Um, I, I phoned you. Um, I had to sing the phone number to myself to get it right, and uh, I would like to point out that there's no bush key on the keypad when you type it in, so... I'm not sure whether the jingle needs to be adapted to cater for that. <laughs> anyway, assuming you don't care about that, there'll be a joke. I'll get to the point. I noticed your comment on Twitter about synthetic voices reading audiobooks. This is a very interesting topic. I love audiobooks. Um, I listen to INIB talking books. I've always got a talking book on my phone. I love the human narration uh, aspect of it. Uh, it, it really is absolutely excellent. Although it must be said, some narrators are better than others. Mm. But then I also have the Kindle app on my phone, and I don't really mind listening to voiceover reading my books to me. I don't think mm. it's as good as a human narrator, and it certainly can make on, mistakes in pronunciation, um, although I have heard human narrators make mistakes occasionally as well. 
Um, but I, I really don't mind it. I, I can uh, put up with it. And uh, I've, I've read lots of books through my Kindle app just for voiceover uh, reading it out to me. So where do I stand on the synthetic voices? I, I think what it boils down to is that it's very expensive to make an audiobook with a human narrator. And if synthetic voices can make more books available to listeners, then I'm all for that, uh, if it can be done efficiently and cheaply. And uh, and if the narration is of a suitable standard, and the latest voices do seem to be good enough to cope with the vast majority of books. So I think I would still prefer a human narrator, but it's really down to individual choice again, isn't it? I don't think we should just scoff at synthetic voices just because they're not human and just because humans give you a better um, performance. I mean, after all, would you rather not have access to a book at all or have a synthetic voice reading it? So I think that's where I stand, but then I've confused myself by going back to Kindle and say, well, why do you need a synthetic voice to read an audiobook if you can download it on Kindle and get a synthetic voice to read it to you anyway? So I'm completely confused. Um, um, I think on the whole, I wouldn't mind synthetic voices, but uh, I just don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's a good Keep up the great work. Speak soon. Yeah. <laughs> I love this dude. He's hilarious. Oh, I, I want to It's one of Stephen's relatives, that, isn't it? <laughs> well, right, obviously, yeah. yes. I, I, <laughs> that's right, exactly. That's right. Um, Ken writes in on Twitter, my computer, my watch, my phone, my kitchen, my bathroom skills, they all talk with synthetic voices. When reading for pleasure, I much prefer the sound of a human voice mm. yay you know i have heard that argument from many people that say you know what i hear synthetic voices all the time everywhere around me as a blind person i just want a real human to read me my books because i've i'm i've had enough synthetic voices so i mean i, I can understand that argument you know like i said before and gordon was kind of touching on this when i read the cursed child it was because i couldn't get it any other way there's a couple other books that i would love to read that are not uh, in audiobook format, and I actually don't know that I've ever seen them in any kind of, you know, Kindle type format either. And if I had to, if I had no other choice and couldn't get it as an audiobook, I'd read it with a synthetic voice, and it would and it would be fine. But like Gordon said, I'd go back to, you know, is the technology getting there, and will it be there someday where it's going to be as good, possibly as a as a human narrator? narrator? Maybe easy for me to say. Um, but at the same time, I just. If I have to do it, I will. But if I have the choice, I'll I'll take the human narrator. Yeah. Well, you can let us know your thoughts. You can email no. in. You can uh, <laughs> send us an no, email. No. Hello at no. blindguytalkstech.com. Sorry, no, no, they're human, not keen on human, it. But... Human, 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 human. Okay, fine. Uh, also, human, you human. can call. Five or four at the end? Four. Five, four. Five, four. Five, like four. Oh, the sounds a bit like the four. Uh-oh. Email. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Woo-hoo. Email time. Two deliveries a day. Unheard of. Unbelievable. Although not in this house. Uh, Mosey Wild has been in touch. Hello, Mosey Wild. I am totally blind, says Mosey. Um, I'm, I used to get the train to get to events run by Galloway Society and they would pick me up from Preston Railway Station. 
Uh, I want to go and visit my son who lives in Sussex and I live in Greater Manchester. The Woo-hoo! best way... There you go. Sorry. Shout out for Manchester. <laughs> Horrible, rainy place. As, as Billy Connolly used to say, I'll just bring out an atlas and just start shouting out place names. Um, <laughs> hooray for Greater Manchester. The best way is by train, uh, says Mosey. Uh, I am totally blind, so totally depend on audible messaging on trains. This is, of course, going back to last week's conversation about uh, train announcements uh, so that uh, I know where I am and to know what is going on. I really do not understand why it's an inconvenience to hear messages on a train. It's not the end of the world to be told which station we're getting off at uh, and also to be told something's going on on the line. Perhaps they all need to cut down on the repeats of the same message. Uh, I have now subscribed to your podcast. Good luck. I used to listen to you on RNIB and you're wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Mosey. It's a very general you're. That might not have necessarily been you, Stephen. It's getting clearly. It definitely wasn't me. I know that. Sorry. It's definitely not Sally. Definitely not Sally. Uh, hello, Stephen. Uh, I have not yet updated to Windows 11. Uh, in the past, I have found that... Uh, uh, in the past, I have found that went updating through my Dell computer. I think all of you are dictating these, and um, <laughs> this is not working for me. Uh, not all the updates get passed through. Many times it is the accessibility features that are not updated. I called Microsoft Accessibility, and I was told that the manufacturer can pick and choose what parts of the update gets sent to the customer. Is that right? Is that true? Yeah. Doesn't sound right to me. That doesn't sound know. right, no. That doesn't sound well, right. it depends how they're delivered, because um, they have different patches, and on Patch Tuesday, which is once uh, a month, they all get rolled together. And I do think that IT admins in, in different organisations can pick and choose. So not from a single push. Not, not manufacturer, though. Well, that's I, I organisation based. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if they thought that maybe it would clash with their Dell, you know, utilities or something, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah. I just don't buy it. Uh, but they told me to go to the Microsoft website and update from there. Uh, since I am now totally blind and relearning how to use Windows, this can be a little bit difficult. Why can't Microsoft have a direct link within the operating system? I'm enjoying your new show, especially the weekend edition. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> AppleViz Unleashed <laughs> podcast used the countdown that you used to use on RNIB Tech Talk. Cheeky swines. What? Cheeky swines. Mind you, we did steal it in the first place, didn't we? From Thunderbirds, yeah. Yes, from from Jerry Anderson himself, yeah. Uh, I really get a lot of good information from your uh, headphone earbud demonstration. Oh, yeah, that was this week. Uh, Keep up the good work. Thank you for all you do. Tom in Long Island, New York. Wow. New York, eh? Well done, Tom. Um, Yeah, read that one. Hang on, on. let me just say, the, the Windows 11 thing, so... But yeah, I'll just read may... these and then move on, don't I? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Second, well, I'm just going to mute quickly. Sorry, just go and get Mimi a drink. So just okay. Oh, you go deal with that. Okay. <laughs> um, so the manufacturer thing, like uh, you can force an update, right? So if you're running Windows t- uh, 10 and you want to update to a Windows 11, it may not offer you Windows 11 because your particular laptop or your computer hasn't been checked. Uh, that's why it doesn't always offer you the update until it's been checked by the manufacturer. So perhaps that's what Microsoft means by that. So that's true because the laptop I'm using right now hasn't still got the Windows 11 update. I just forced it to install. So, yeah, I think Microsoft aren't lying there. Uh, well, well done, Sean. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. That's very good. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, well, don't bother. Windows 11, you know, you don't need it. Still I haven't upgraded 10. yet. I haven't done it. Hardly notice. There's a thing called PC Health Check. If people want to download that, just search for that. Then it will scan your computer and tell you if it's Windows 11 ready, amongst other things. It's a really good utility. 
Uh, hi, I really like the new podcast. I have an idea for Blind Guy Talks Tech. Uh, I think doing a demo on how the popular game Wordle works would be of interest to blind and partially sighted people. Yeah, I have, it's so popular right now. Uh, I've recently tried Wordle and I liked it. I played on my PC desktop on Windows 10. I used a Chrome extension that made it accessible to me as a blind person. And they send a link. Mm. We'll stick that in the show notes. Uh, alas, I tried using the Firefox browser in which the website said you could use other desktop browsers, albeit a bit uh, of a different method. But I could not get it to work. However, I think that was user error on my part. Lol. Uh, also, <laughs> you can use the browser on Mac, iOS, Android, and uh, other devices. Android. Uh, I have an iOS device, but I haven't tried it on that yet. Oh, I, did, I missed who sent that, so I apologise. But uh, thank you for that email. Very kind of you. I will put that uh, link into the show notes. Jennifer says, I'm enjoying your daily podcasts, but you now have uh, to put you now have put pressure on me to listen either every day or in bulk. I'm not complaining, as you have made me bulk. I don't like the sound of that. It's not binge. It's not bulk. There's plenty of bulk on this show. <laughs> You're not kidding. Uh, not complaining, as you have made me so happy, as I said in my original email. Keep up the good show. Um, also, oh, hi. Thank you. That's yeah, nice. It's nice. That's isn't lovely. It? Hi, guys. Well uh, great show you're putting out there. Really enjoying it so far. Uh, I like the so far part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to go down here. <laughs> Just listen to your interview with Jonathan from the uh, audio description team at ITV. Yeah, Jonathan Penny was on this week talking about Trigger Point on ITV. Sarah, you like your telly. Have you what, tried mm -hmm. that? Do you know what? It's the only one I've, I haven't watched. I've watched everything else except that. You're, everything on ITV. Yeah, yeah, except yes. this. <laughs> Anyone All the other it? dramas, I'm, I'm in it, but not that one, no. I haven't it seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it. Bleak, didn't it? I mean, not my thing anyway. Well, yeah, it's... it's. But that's what the thing. Everyone watches that, though. You know, if it yeah, doesn't blow adults, up or get Robin. killed, no one's interested. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Anyway, it's dark. I'm no. not. I'm not interested. I'm like that. If there's no Borg and uh, you know, oh, you no Vulcans, right. yeah, no, no murders and cutting up bodies. My dad loves all this sci-fi stuff, right? And my, and my <laughs> mum always says to him, he just likes his heads. Um, meaning heads, I guess. But I we never really understand what she thinks that is, but it must be because she's seen Star Trek or something and she just gets the impression that they all have funny-shaped heads. Um, he just likes his heads. wrong. Well, she has got a point. No, exactly. It's, it's good. There's logic in it. Uh, so I'm just about to watch the second episode and it was great to hear how enthusiastic Jonathan was about what they've achieved with this programme. So contrast this with the BBC One drama, The Responder. As you can appreciate, living in the northwest of England, slap bang between Yay! Liverpool and Manchester. Oh. Uh, this drama has been a real talking point, both in local media and in social situations. When did this show turn into TGI Friday? Or TFI Friday, whatever the hell it is. Um, so I watched the first two episodes and was loving it, chatting with pals down the gym, show off, about how good it was and encouraging those who'd not watched it so far to give it a try. Imagine my horror on Thursday when I tried to watch the third programme, Where's the audio description gone? <gasps> Just a rubbish experience. A couple of the researchers at Radio Merseyside got involved to try and find out why the AD was missing from the show. And they got me a contact address so I could vent my disappointment at the lack of consideration shown to the blind community around this programme, especially as it was being so heavily promoted. Yeah, everyone's talking about that programme. Uh, another case of Black Lives Matter, Blind Lives Don't. I'm not sure I'd go that far, but OK. Ouch. 
Okay. Opinions okay. on this program are not those expressed of whatever it is. Uh, yeah, well, you know, okay. Well, everyone's entitled to their view. May not agree. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I received the usual auto-generated reply to my email sent on Friday to say my query would be looked into and they'd be back in touch. I'm still yeah. waiting. Uh, I checked back yesterday and thankfully the third episode has now got its AD in place. Great, but the world has moved on so much as I will be enjoying uh, watching the rest of the series. The social currency it gave me last week up to the third episode has now gone. Uh, perhaps when you manage to drag someone on from the BBC to talk AD, this is an area you could develop with them. At the end of the day, I pay a licence fee to watch the BBC and I pay ITV nothing. So you think the former would make a better fist of uh, getting customer satisfaction right. Sorry for the long rant, but I know AD is an equal bugbear for you as well. Yeah. Warm regards from Graham. Can't Half a licence fee. Half a licence fee. No, he's absolutely like, right. Yeah, but I you mean, still, still you know, want the AD on it, right? No, no, it's true, 100%. Because do you know what? It is, it is, that is terrible. You're enjoying, trying yeah. to enjoy your series and you get halfway through and you can't, it takes you out of it. Yeah. And that and you wouldn't don't happen, want to go back to it then, do you? That wouldn't That's happen right. with anyone else, right? They wouldn't put no, it wouldn't. episode three with no picture on it and say, well, we'll, we'll sort it out yeah. later on. <laughs> yeah. No, that would That's never right. happen. <laughs> And that, and that doesn't happen with sub. Does it happen with subtitles? Actually, oh, I'm sure it does. Oh no! I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I don't think, know. I'm, I'm sure I have never does. heard of a case where they've taken away subtitles. You know, when something's had them, subtitles have been around long enough, and they're just kind of part of of you know everyday life. I know sighted people that turn on subtitles just so they can make sure they understand what's going on. Or you know, we we did that with our our daughter when she was young. We turned on subtitles to help her learning how to read. This so is a it, case for synthetic speech. Because then it would be so much well, easier. No, I don't no, know if it is. Isn't this, no. isn't this a case of someone forgot to press a button or forgot to line it up hmm. or whatever? It's a technical thing. I remember years ago I asked someone from the, the BBC problem. about this and I said, look, how does it work? Do they actually have like a physical, they must have a physical file of the TV show and then they must have a subtitle file, which I know is an SRT file. So they must have hmm. another equivalent file that is the AD track, right? And I was told, yeah, basically there's three files and sometimes they just put the main program up with the SRT file and forget all about the audio description one. And that's Bye. it. crime. That's yeah, but it. That, that shouldn't happen now, no, right? There should, no. That should be checked. Okay, where is the AD file? Uh, that, that doesn't that's make any sense. That's a hierarchy of needs, that is. Well, it's, sorry, it's, it's, actually, yes. Another thing that really Terrible irritates that. me is, you ever, get, you ever watch a show, like um, we, we were started watching this thing on Channel 4 called Screw, um, mm. and it was a oh, prison yeah. drama thing. It was really yeah. quite good. We watched the first one, and it's at the end of the show it said, and if you'd like to watch the rest of it, you know, feel free, you know, watch it on all four now kind of thing. And the whole series was thrown up there. But of course, no AD on any of the rest of the episodes because they only yep. put the AD up on the weakest broadcast. Why? I don't know. I don't... That's, yeah, that's, weird that's the thing. All four does have AD... Um, does have AD... It does, yeah. ...in the app, you know? So does ITV, so does BBC iPlayer. Yeah, they all do. But when it, it, it's always that episode that was just aired. If you go back to the beginning... Sometimes there's no AD. Do you know that there was an audio description track to begin with? That it aired on TV. There was an AD track. That exactly. TV, What's been done? That, yeah, when when Channel Four owns it, you know, BBC actually had to create it, pay for it. They own it. That's one thing, and it's like that shouldn't be a problem. I can understand when there's international licensing for a movie, we'll say, and the studio paid for the audio description, but then there's licensing to another country or or you know distributorships, and that needs to still be worked out, and and they need to find a better way to handle that so that the AD track travels. You know, we get that with Netflix a lot, you know, where they try to acquire a movie 
movie with the AD track, but it doesn't get packaged when they go to buy it, you know, or get the licensing for it, et cetera, et cetera. We hear that all the time with movies. And in, at this point, it's a reason, but I don't think it should any longer be an excuse. When it comes to television, there, there is no excuse. It, they paid for it. They've recorded it. They have the track. It should be originally there. It should be there when it's streaming. You know, I told you guys when the BritBox app was live here in the States, I'm like, oh, for you know $5 a month, I can actually start watching these shows again without having to go <clears throat> find them in eight with AD in other ways online, you know, and uh, little tiny you know, mice. And no, it, yes, exactly. <laughs> Three of them to be exact. Yes. yes. And, and, uh, and I downloaded BritBox. I paid, well, I got a seven day free trial and nothing. No, nothing. there's no AD on, uh, no well, there on BritBox. No AD on the BritBox. And yeah, I'm like, changed. It has oh, really? Changed. Yeah. Is only, there, on the only on the app. I'll have to try the. I'll have to try the BritBox app again because I tried it two or three months ago. Well, no AD. And I knew for sure there were shows in there that I've listened to with AD before. I know they have AD, but in the BritBox app, there was nothing. Well, I I don't, I can't speak for the US, but I know in the UK it's available. Now, again, it's different arrangements in the US, so I don't know. Um, And it is a different app because it is called BritBox UK, I think. It is BritBox. But yeah, you, you have to. But you have yeah, to just box. only get. You can only get it on the phone. And again, this is part of the problem. It's on the phone, and that really irritates me uh, <laughs> that, that you think I say it that way. Um, listen, uh, speaking of phones, phone. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> so it could be a drinking game. Uh, it's gonna be spoppings <laughs> anyway, isn't it? What words does I Stephen st- say incorrectly? No, I started Wicked. drinking a long wow. time ago. Um, so let's talk about the Revo 2, because, you know, I just love this topic of conversation. And every time I try not to talk about it, Greg in Pennsylvania gets in touch and tells me I'm an idiot and I should care about this thing. Well, uh, this is the T9 should, keyboard uh, and it's supposed to be the solution to all my problems, says Greg. Uh, I asked about use case. What is a good use case for the Revo 2? Uh, he's come back. He says a use case is cane in one hand, iPhone in pocket, operate the iPhone with one hand via the Revo. Bang. Uh, use case he's two. Ah, uh, yeah. You know. Use case two. It's freezing. Cane in gloved hand. Operate iPhone with one hand using Revo in coat pocket. Hand does not get frostbite. Manage to keep your fingers. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> or get one of those gloves that has the uh, the thing in the fingertips. Yeah, you can so, still yeah. use your... Yeah, you still true, use yeah. your phone. Yeah. Use case three, I'm, called, in a, yeah. I'm in a train station. I need to check the schedule. Cane in one hand, Revo in the other. Make my train platform in time. Very happy. Miss train. Call Uber with one hand. Cane another. Get home for dinner. <laughs> Want to travel light? Uh, iPhone credit card sized Revo. Backpack left at home. Freedom to travel light. Traveling in an Uber. Can't type well on your phone screen. Whip out your tiny Revo to leave a review. Yeah. Careful. Uh, or a tip of whatever. <laughs> it's so small and light, you can always have it with you. That's the use case for Revo, regards Greg. Well, I can't argue with any of that. He's selling that, isn't he? He's actually got a Stay at home, Greg. Don't go out. Greg is very used to... Great advert, Sarah. Great advert. Greg is very used to finding ways to have to... Um, explain to us because he's been with us a long time hasn't okay. he okay yeah um but you know what Isn't that's it- kind of the that's kind of the argument the, the long age-old argument we've had about smartphone or you know iphone or android versus say the victor reader stream i don't want mm. us to have to go down that route again but well done um, you just, you just have. i know i know but <laughs> but it's the same idea we've talked about how you know what there are people who just prefer using the stream even if they have a smartphone 
they just prefer having that experience. They like the tactile nature of it. They like that it's just a specific experience that they can have with no notifications. Although, I mean, there are ways around that on your phone <laughs> that we've talked about, but it, it's, you know what, it's, it, it is that argument of the Victor Reader does have to a certain, you know, certain people, it does have a use case that people like it for, even if they already have a phone. So I, I, I can, I can understand where he's coming from. Fun. Fun. <laughs> Pam down. I mean, calm down. Sorry. Oh, stop it. Just stop it. Pam right. down. Okay. You know, a commercial for Calm came on the TV the other day, and I almost rewound it and recorded the commercial <laughs> so I could play it for you to have you hear how they say it. How, how oh, proper people Tim. say it. Right, okay. How, yeah, the company sorry. themselves say it in their own All address. All right, calm down, Tim. Calm, calm. calm, down. calm, calm down. down. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, okay, I have Moving got some on. news. I have got some news, guys. It's time for more malicious gossip. Yes, indeed, we have new malicious <laughs> gossip for you. Uh, the iPhone Phew, SE... I thought it was I was sacked. <laughs> <laughs> the new iPhone SE and iPad Air have been spotted in India. <gasps> it's out. It's there. It's, it's in existence. <sighs> somewhere in the planet. Uh, recently, uh, according to this article, it was spotted in India, this new style of the iPhone SE, which, by the way, by all accounts, is exactly the same as the previous version and every version before. So nothing really changed. Um, and there's no details well, of battery, specifications. Will, just that's it. Will, will the battery be better and not drain so quickly? And uh, I can't tell. It's too yeah, far away. The, the SE 2020 yeah. was... Yeah. The SE 2020 was terrible with battery life. That's one of the reasons I took it back. I, if they can improve yeah. that, that would be good. I think 5G is likely on it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I missed all it. that. What are we talking about? iPhone SE. <gasps> I've got that. Is that the one I've got? Era. You don't even know what phone you've got. SE 2020. Yes, it is. Me too. Hang on, are yeah. you saying... I've got it. I still yeah. have oh, wait, it. Yeah. Did I miss the, the, the... What, the three is out? Is that what you say? Honest to There's God. a new one out it's in India. It's been seen in the wild. No, it's in it's India. been seen in the wild. It's yeah, been yeah. seen in the Taj Mahal. I heard that, but are we saying that's the, that's the one, the iPhone SE 3 that Stephen was talking about? Well... Yeah, or it could just be yes. a regular iPhone SE and someone said, is that the new one? And they went, yeah. And someone's written it down and sent it to Macworld and that's how the story got out. And basically it's all lies. It's, it's all a case of Indian news. whisper. It looked Look, new. I want, I want to be sure because I told Stephen that that definitely wasn't going to happen. So I want to make sure. You said what wasn't going to happen? The iPhone SE 3 that you said was oh, going to come out in the next couple of months. Everybody really knows it's coming. definitely happen. It's not it's what are you talking oh, about? Yeah. They just would... released the SE 2020 that Sarah's got. What, I would bet all the rest of my minstrels on it. <laughs> oh, 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 how many have you got left now? Five? About and eight. Me. Can we guess how many? Oh, we were, oh, I was going to have a little sweepstake oh. there. We could have played oh. a game. Guess how many minstrels. <laughs> yeah, Robin shook, ruined it. We could have shook it and we could have... Uh... Yes, Demony was in there. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, listen, that's almost it from us. Uh, I do want to, before I go, just uh, pick up on one particular voicemail, which I didn't get, but uh, someone on the team did get. And uh, we have, with his permission, thankfully, uh, we have got the voicemail here. This was sent in to Sally this week, uh, following her performance on last week's Blind Guy Talks Tech Weekend Edition. And uh, this guy, who we shall call Matt, because that's his name, yep. um, <laughs> we uh, we got a response. Sally got the response about her, um, her uh, time on the show and I, I guess a little bit of comment 
Let's see what Matt had to say. Ooh. Greetings and felicitations. Hope you are doing well. Um, I'm doing remarkably well. I did want to drop you a quick note to congratulate you on your winning performance in Blind Guy Talks Tech on Friday Just Gone. Uh, it was a very amusing episode. I didn't learn very much from it. Uh, but you don't listen to Blind Guy Talks Tech to learn stuff. Oh. You just listen to it to, 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 well, I don't even know why you listen to it, to be honest. I guess um, generally just, I mean, for the same reasons that you listen to crap television, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I the performance was very good. And um, I don't know whether you'll be asked to go back on there again. Um, it was quite nice to have it livened up with a female host. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Ooh. that will not be the last time you appear on it. Well, I've only one thing to say to you, Matt. Thank you for your uninformed opinion. <laughs> oh, no. That was done. He loves you. Yeah, that was a shocker, wasn't it? He loves me, he doesn't like the show. He loves yeah. you. Can't stand wants, the rest of us. He wants you to be on your own, Sally. Do a, oh, he wants to be on show. my own. The Sally oh. Show. The yeah. Sally Welcome Show. Welcome to yeah. the Sally Show. Right, well, she, she, can, the she can do her own jingles, uh, which is quite good, as you can Blind hear. I could do everything. I could be all a cappella. <sighs> we'll need to buy her a mic. I know. That's that was, just, that was on the phone. Sean, you can tell the story, Sean. It's all right. No, no. No, no. You've let us down. Don't worry about it. Do you it's know fine. that guy you was just on, that one who did the... The voice. Matt. Think, Matt. Yeah. yeah, Matt. Brilliant he, Matt. So, he sounded like... Um... Oh, dear. I'm worried. <laughs> oh. He sounded like that guy from... Um... <laughs> but the show recording. is wrapping up. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you were in any doubt there. We'll, uh, we can leave it there if you like on that one, Sarah. Come back um, next week. Yeah. <laughs> for the next cliffhanger. On the next show. <laughs> we'll find out who uh, Sarah thought that was. <laughs> I'll yeah, what comedian, mic. Sarah? Get in there. I can't remember the name of the show. Well, that was a bit pointless, was it wasn't it? Goodbye. No, the Peep Show. Oh, yeah. Actually, he yeah. sounded like him, didn't he? The David guy Mitchell. that's not David Mitchell. Robert Webb. That's the one. Sarah has no idea. Stop fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Sarah. Not the dancing on ice guy, the other one. Right, that's it. Okay, fine. Uh, right, look. Right, uh, shut up. Thank you. You're getting uh, on a bit, aren't you, Sarah? You know, you just, just, you, just, just, shut up right now, madam. Uh, I can't oh, yeah. just, I, I just want to say. Keep in touch with us. Hello at blindguytalkstech.com. Call us. 571-3354. And we'll be back again. Maybe next week. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, the weather outside is stinky, and our ratings are so dinky. So as long as the boss don't care, we'll go home and sign off the air.